Because again, who I was following and scrolling and looking at in the morning made me feel bad about myself, okay? My teacher, so I went to Howard University uh, in Washington, D.C., and yeah, <laughs> I'm a bison. And one of my teachers, my major was TV production, and he said, listen, images are powerful. Images control the self-esteem of the masses, and that means you. So what are you looking at every day that subconsciously is telling you, you didn't make it, you're overweight, you don't have the right job, she has a Louis Vuitton bag, you don't. I'm serious, like we think, oh, I'm just looking at pictures, but for some reason that's the way God made us, the human body. Images are powerful, okay? So what was happening instead of, like I said, this was before I knew that you could design your life. So instead, I was trying to follow the herd because we're sheep. We're unconsciously, subconsciously, we're sheep. So I'm trying to follow you guys, and I'm trying to get married, and I'm trying to blah, 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 and it wasn't working out for me. And I was being abused because of that. But then, got out of that relationship, and I started thinking and about the images and what I was watching, and I actually started thinking about, wait a minute, I don't feel bad about being single. Thank God I don't have five kids. No knock on anybody who does, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying for me, no. I have a pit bull. I love my dog, okay? So what was happening was what is called solitude deprivation, and I'm actually going to read you this quote. All the single ladies, all the single ladies, now put your hands up. Up in the club, just woke up. I'm doing my own little thing. Don't pick up the phone, you know he's only calling cause he's drunk and alone too Don't let him in, you have to kick him out again to Break my heart, oh that breaks my heart That you thought you ever had it, no you ain't from the start Yep. Welcome to my party. That's how we do around here. This is Single You, the podcast. I am your host, Rika. And I, I'm an NLP certified life coach and also the founder of Single You Academy. That is my online coaching program. You know what I do? I help the ambitious millennial single woman discover her worth. That means you. So that you, girl, can stop tying your worth and identity to men and stop being a man pleaser. So if you are a woman who is sick of having an unsuccessful single life, if you are sick of the revolving door of dysfunctional relationships, listen, they may have a different name, but it's the same type of relationship. Or you're doing the tug of war back and forth with the same guy and you're sick of that. You want better when it comes to men and setting boundaries, knowing yourself, understanding your worth and what makes a healthy relationship versus an unhealthy relationship. Yeah, I'm willing to bet nobody has ever had that conversation with you. But listen, I'm not here to judge. I have an abusive ex and an ex that cost me 
$100,000. Yeah, stick around, listen to the podcast enough, and you will hear those stories. All right, so you've come to the right place if you need to hear that singleness is not a punishment and that you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. Yeah, I'm a certified life coach, but I will tell you this. I am no expert. I just learned a few things that I would like to teach you as well. You know, as Maya Angelou says, once you learn, you teach. And when you know better, you do better. So now that I'm doing better, I am reaching back out for you, girl. Here's my hand. Grab it. So thank you and welcome. You're in the right place. I got you if you got you. This is Single You, the podcast. Hey, thanks for being here. Now let's go ahead and get into the episode. turn it over to Rika because she's got an amazing message um, and we uh, really appreciate you guys sitting through this and, and your time today. Yep. So uh, <laughs> thank you. Sorry. Thank you. How many of you are checking Facebook right now because you're like there's my phone number uh, up there. So we'll keep out your phones because we're going to do another Slido uh, survey or whatever. There you go. When do you uh, first access your social media on most days? I see it, I see it. I had to reword this because originally I think I had <laughs> something like, upon, <laughs> upon waking, when do you, when like, you awake so... from your slumber? It's <laughs> <laughs> like, why, are, why is it the King's English? What's happening? <laughs> um, all right, so A once lot. I get through, yeah, okay, all right. So once I get through this, you may want to change your mind, okay? All right, so just so you know, I'm going to talk about how social media is linked to depression, but I want you to also know some of depression is self-imposed, but some of it is not. So if you feel that you uh, need to talk to somebody, you need a counselor, please do that. I am not that. I will give you tips on how, yes, I did fall into a rabbit hole because of social media, and I was sad about my life, and oh, what was me? Um, but I was able to fix that with these tips that I'm going to give you. So again, I'm not your doctor, but I can give you some tips that helped me, okay? So uh, what path are we paving? That's what we are talking about today, right? Um, and specifically about social media. I want you to pave a path on social media that is conscious, okay? I want you to do things on purpose, as Oprah says, with intention, okay? Uh, and not doing it unconsciously. Um, and so I'm gonna tell you a personal story about what happened to me, social media, about six years ago, okay? Um, so this is before I actually knew that you could literally design your life, like literally make decisions for you to live a happier life. Before I actually knew that you could live consciously instead of unconsciously. Before I actually knew that there were links to depression and social media, guess what I used to do? I used to wake up and scroll. Wake up and scroll, wake up and scroll. And I used to check my Instagram, what y'all doing? I mean, literally before the sleep was wiped out of my eye, okay? And I'm gonna walk down here. If I um, accidentally fall, it was on purpose. It's part of the show. Um, <laughs> I did a pinch, pinch a sciatic nerve. It's doing better today. So I'm like, okay, I'm wearing heels. I think I got this. But if you see me later in my slide. Yeah, you made it in your um, heels today. Right I did, I made it, I made it. So this is what I used to do. About six years ago is when I moved here to Tri-Cities. I'm, I'm 36. I was 30 back then. Um, just a fun fact, I was born here, but I grew up in Seattle, right? So anyway, I used to scroll. And back then, um, Instagram was getting really popular. I was on Instagram. I took the job here. 
uh, to be the morning show host on Power 99.1. And that's the thing they tell us to do. You gotta be on social media. You gotta be putting yourself out there. You're a radio personality. Show your personality. Okay, cool. So the hashtag relationship goals was really popular back then. It's still kind of popular, but I was following everybody. Every celebrity, every person, everybody. How many single people are in here? Any single people? Okay, okay, a few. So when I was following those people, a lot of people that I were following, that I was following was married, having kids, getting engaged, especially around Christmas time. That's when you see all the engagements, uh, New Year's, everybody is getting married and everybody is having babies and my life in real life was just like that as well. So again, then, I'm 36 now, then I was 30, not married, still not married, don't have any kids, and I'm single. So when I was 30, I started to look at social media and think, oh my God, something's wrong with me. Oh my God, everybody's getting married. Oh my God, everybody's having kids. I'm 30, I didn't make the goal. Oh my God, when my mom got married to my dad, she was 22 and then she had, oh, I'm behind, I'm behind. Because society tells us as women, <laughs> honey, the goal in life is get married, start popping out them babies. And I wasn't there. And that made me feel like I gotta hurry up. So I was dating and dated any guy that picked me. Yeah, I got picked, let's date. And that actually led me to an abusive relationship. Because again, who I was following and scrolling and looking at in the morning made me feel bad about myself, okay? My teacher, so I went to Howard University uh, in Washington, D.C. And yeah, <laughs> I'm a bison. And one of my teachers, my major was TV production, and he said, listen, images are powerful. Images control the self-esteem of the masses, and that means you. So what are you looking at every day that subconsciously is telling you, you didn't make it, you're overweight, you don't have the right job, she has a Louis Vuitton bag, you don't. I'm serious, like we think, oh, I'm just looking at pictures, but for some reason that's the way God made us, the human body images, are powerful, okay? So what was happening instead of, like I said, this was before I knew that you could design your life. So instead, I was trying to follow the herd because we're sheep. We're unconsciously, subconsciously, we're sheep. So I'm trying to follow you guys, and I'm trying to get married, and I'm trying to blah, 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 and it wasn't working out for me. And I was being abused because of that. But then, got out of that relationship, and I started thinking and about the images and what I was watching, and I actually started thinking about, wait a minute, I don't feel bad about being single. Thank God I don't have five kids. No knock on anybody who does, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying for me, no. I have a pit bull. I love my dog, okay? So what was happening was what is called solitude deprivation, and I'm actually going to read you this quote by Cal Newport. And actually, um, in the box, before you leave, don't forget, we're going to do our drawing. You'll win this book. It's called Digital Minimalism. And I want to read you his quote. I couldn't memorize it, sorry. <laughs> so Cal Newport says, there is a thing called solitude deprivation. So what happens if you never give yourself any time alone with your own thoughts? It's just you and your thoughts alone. You're bored, you're looking at the world around you, but you're not looking at input that was created by another person. Research shows anxiety really jumps up when you start banishing time alone with your thoughts. It short circuits the brain. So what happens is you get anxious. I think, it's, I think in this culture we have this background hum of anxiety 
that we've just become used to. Like, yeah, you just kind of always feel anxious. But a lot of it is because we've short-circuited our brain. Because this brain, the brain God gave us, was not meant to be processing input from other people all day long. And that's what we're doing. You wake up and scroll. What does the world tell me to think today? That's not what our brain evolved for. So it's crossing some wires up in here. We're getting a frazzled, a little anxious, and we don't realize it's probably self-imposed. Okay? So let me ask you this. Raise your hand if you're a human. Who's, okay, good. No sheep in here? No elephant? Okay. I just wanted to make sure because this survey was done on humans. Okay? So you're not exempt from this. Just because you weren't in the survey doesn't mean this does not apply to you, okay? 20,000 people surveyed. Of that 20,000, 54%, that's over half, says that they feel like no one knows them well. They don't know them well. And then 56% reported sometimes they're always feeling like people they were like surrounded with. They didn't necessarily like know them. They couldn't relate to them. They felt lonely. See, what happens is, psychologists got curious about social media since it made the world smaller. Does that mean we're connecting more? And, you know, we're not. We're just laughing at memes, liking pictures. But for me, what it did is it made me feel very alone. Because, again, everybody else was married and having kids and not me. So I tell you all this because I want you to be aware of social media's impact on your mental health, it matters. I know you're just like, it's just pictures now. It's not. So maybe you don't need to be following a lot of the people you're following, especially if you don't know them. Because again, images will control your self-esteem more than you know. More than you know, okay? So this is what I did. I kind of was like Cerise. No, I was like Cerise. <laughs> this is how I help myself. So um, on your friend page on Facebook, you can have 5,000 friends. That's the max. I had almost 5,000 friends. Because I'm a radio personality, so everybody wants to be my friend. So I'm like, yep, friend and everybody. Da, 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 da. But then that election happened, and all the negativity happened, and all of that. And I was like, whoa, what is that? What is happening? And all of these negative statuses, and all of this negative, 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 negative. And I've, I'm just not naturally a negative person. So what I did, I started deleting. Don't know you, don't know you, don't know you, don't know you. And so now I'm about maybe 1,800. I still got more to go. Because I'm still like, sometimes when somebody comments, I'm like, who is this? Like, who is this person? You're like, how did you slip through how the cracks? How did you slip through the cracks? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> so this is what I do. I have like 30 notifications right now for friend requests. Because this is what happens. Like, you'll see me, and this is no knock to anybody in here who would do it. You'll get home, and you'll say, oh, I saw Rika talk. Let me friend her. I will not add you. I don't know you. And it's not a knock on you again. I just don't know you. So what I do is I send them this message, letting them know, hey, I got a like page. Go over there. But if you have a question, let me know. And I've cultivated this over the couple of years because it, I used, it used to come off very mean. Now I feel like this is a little bit more professional. And I did have one girl be like, so I can't be your friend on here? Nope. <laughs> Who are you? That, that would literally be like this. Like, when people friend request people, it's so weird because I'm like, you don't send me a message. It'd be like if I was in Target, say I don't know you, I know you, but I was in Target and I just went like this, hey, and just kept walking. You'd be like, Shannon would be like, what just, who was that? But that's what we do on Facebook and Instagram. Like, 
Oh, I saw her one time at a store. Let me add her. Who are you? Who are you? So again, this is no knock on you, okay? Also this. <laughs> Where am I on time? Oh, okay. okay. Also minutes. this. Don't let people suck you into a debate about a topic in which you're neither interested nor well-versed. That's one of my, po yeah. <laughs> we're talking about your policies, Holly. So I, I, this literally happened like two weeks ago. I posted a nice post and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to McLaughlin Middle School. I'm gonna speak about Martin Luther King. My ancestors would be proud of me. I'm so happy that I'm allowed to do this because back then it'd be illegal. Da -da, all, like, all these nice things about Martin Luther King. Look what she said. As a Christian, does that bother you that he had a mistress and he was cheating on his wife? <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> so I did not respond, and actually one of my friends did, and, and very nicely cussed her out without cuss words. Um, I'm just like, okay, he did, okay. But I'm still happy that Martin Luther King existed. I would not be able to be up here in front of you if he didn't, so why do I want to be in that conversation? I'm cool. You know? <laughs> so the bottom line is, the more you use and take stock in social media, the more you are actually hurting yourself. Who are you following? What are you liking? If you're trying to lose weight, maybe you don't need to follow the models who are size two. I literally, the only people I follow are people I know and Oprah. Oh, and Beyonce. <laughs> That's it. If I don't know you, if you're not somebody who's positive, I, I literally, and then I focus on following people like, Tracy Ellis Ross, who's 50, not married, doesn't have kids. I focus on the women who are doing things that I want to do and who are like me so I can feel okay with myself. We have to do that, unfortunately. We have to. It's part of the human condition. So, here are some tips, okay? <laughs> uh, give yourself time. For those of you who said you look at your phone first thing in the morning, who was it? Raise your hand. <laughs> Put that phone down. For me, my phone, if you have iPhone, I'm sure on Android, you have Do Not Disturb. My phone goes off at 7 p.m. I get up at 4.30, so it's, ooh, Jesus. <laughs> Y'all pray for me every morning because it is not easy. Anyway, my phone goes off at 7, and then um, it does, I will not hear a ding or a ring until 5.30 in the morning. So I've already had a whole hour to myself. What do I think about today? Today's going to be a good day. Yep. <laughs> 75 and sunny. Set boundaries have business hours, so I have business hours around my social media. Protect your privacy, just like Cerise was talking about. Cultivate who you follow. I know you feel bad, like, oh, I'm gonna unfriend them. Why do you feel bad? Who made the rules of social media? Who made those rules? You can make your own rules and avoid ignorance. If you're like, you know what? I did not wake up on this Wednesday morning to argue about Martin Luther King. I'm not gonna have that conversation. Don't have it. You don't have to. So those are your tips to get through social media and uh, to diminish the link that social media has to depression. It's real. Again, are you a human? Those are the tests they did. They did them on humans. Yay. Thank you, Judy. Good job, Good job Bob. <laughs>
in the show notes, okay? You can also join me over in my private Facebook group titled Singleness is Not a Punishment. I mean, come on, who am I? <laughs> you know my tagline? That's my private Facebook group. The link will also be in the show notes. Now, if I said something that resonated with you and really helped you, please share this podcast with a friend because sharing is caring and you shouldn't be sitting on all this good information. So share it with your homegirl, okay? Or your homeboy. (laughs) Please do that. Also, don't forget to subscribe and then you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop. And if you have time, can you do me a favor? It'll help me out as a small business owner and a podcaster. Will you leave a rating on this episode? All you got to do is say that you liked it or you can even type out what you took away from this episode. It really helps me and keeps me going, providing free content for you. So thank you so much for doing that. Production, my intro was made by one of the greats in production land. His name is James Tyler. Thank you for my intro. And he used Beyonce's single ladies, Sorry Not Sorry by Demi Lovato. He used Dua Lipa, her song, New Rules, and also Truth Hurts by Lizzo. All right, that's all I got for you this episode. We will talk again on the next one.